theitspot.com. I'll, I'll leave you alone with that. What kind of pathetic drugs you take me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, ma'am, but you're giving me an idea. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. What's wrong? I'm sore. <laughs> I bet you're sore. So it happens to people who punch themselves in the face. Yeah, but it hurts so good. What's going on? Oh, everything and nothing. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm the word whore. And you're listening to another wonderful uh, Air Up My Shorts adventure. Adventure now. Adventure. Adventure. Every show's an adventure. Have we progressed to adventure? Or did, um, did we evolve? <laughs> Perhaps we've slid back to adventure. Did we go up a level and I, didn't, I missed it? Yes. We killed a boss man and now we've moved up to a next, uh, next level in this train wreck. Awesome. <clears throat> Nothing's going on with you? Uh, not too much. Uh, Trapper John came up Ooh. over the weekend. Oh, tell me of those and, adventures. Um, Speak to me of Trapper John and his stuff. Um, Hark! What news of Trapper John? Well, we talked about writing stuff. We're going to be writing a movie. Again? Yes, again. A new one? A new one. Shut up. You haven't finished the first one. Oh, well, we wrote it a long time ago. Oh. We just haven't made it yet. Mm. Anyone willing to give us uh, some money? Anyone want to be a movie producer? By all means. But, okay. yeah, we've got to... Um, You're going to write another movie? Yes, as we start pre-production on the other one. Huh, so that by the time we're finished with the first movie, the second one will be fi- finished written. That's more ambitious than I've ever heard you Amazing, be, isn't it? Or speak, or think. His idea, right? No, I was going to say it was mine, but actually we both read it in something. Okay. <laughs> Where it's essential to do. Oh, okay. So you're just following some guidebook that says you should start writing your next you movie should have, before... You uh, should have your next movie ready to uh, go when you finish the first yes. one. So that, okay, so it's that blind optimism that you need to yes. have another one ready to go when you're Assuming on the be. heels of your success of the <laughs> That's first. right. That's right, because people don't wait around, you know? They won't. They won't wait around. They won't. You can't rest on your look, uh, laurels. Look what that. happened to Kevin Smith. That's right. Oh, you saw 300. We both saw 300. Oh, yes, that's true. Separately, but we both saw it. Yes. And? I liked it. That's it? I liked it. That's your whole, whole Well, I, I had heard a lot about it. I mean, not that there's much to tell. It was basically, oh, yeah, they, they fight. <laughs> that's what the script said. Well, they it's, fight. It's kind of like it's not a plot that's going to surprise you. No, no, no. I, okay. No, it was exactly what I expected it. But in it's fact, it wasn't fucking beautiful. Even, even when they're like, I heard people complaining about the the stuff that was back taking place back in Sparta, and like, I had no problem with that. Oh, uh, who even cares though? I mean, just shut the fucking dialogue out, and it's yeah, well, whatever. fucking I mean, beautiful. Yeah, look, look great. Wanted to lick the screen. <laughs> I had to actually... Not because of the look of the movie, though. Yeah. But because of the look of the guys in the movie. No, but, and, well, both. 
But everything looked like candy. Surprised he didn't lick the screen. It was like naked men and candy at the same time. It was like one big fucking Jolly Rancher floating on a pool of metal and muscle. Like, There's no the better fuck? combination than naked men and candy. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's it. That's it. I liked it. I fucking licked it. It was good. The most delicious movie I've seen in a long time. Since Candyman and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Candyman wasn't about candy, was it? <laughs> I don't think it was. What movie has the Candyman Can song in it? Not Candyman, the stupid cheesy horror flick, but the proper Sammy Davis Jr. Candyman song. Was that in I guess it probably was in a movie. Yeah, I think there was tap dancing in a candy store and candy. Yeah, I but it was black and white, so you didn't want to lick the screen. I couldn't tell you. But you wanted to eat the dishes. It's true. You wanted to eat the dishes? Yeah. Because? Because that's a line in the song. Oh. Everything the dishes is, made out of that lick-a-made yeah, stick You can even thing, eat yeah. the dishes. It's true. I, you know. You know, there is a horrible song. I hope this is not common knowledge. It might be. I don't know. The engineers at Western University, which is in London, Ontario, have a song to the tune of the Candyman song that is called the S&M Man, and it's filthy, fucking disgusting, make you vomit sick. So that, if, the, if, there are any, if there are any engineers out there who know the song that I am referring to, I dare them to call our audio comment line <laughs> and leave a verse of it for me. And of course you know all the lyrics. I do. So anything else new? can't think of anything off at the top of my head. I can. You can. Yes, I can. Are you urging me forward? Sure. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, are you trying to get me to go to the story? <laughs> oh. You had that look on your face. No, if you want to. Okay. Um, <laughs> if I want to. I don't want to, actually. I don't want to, but I'm going to. Okay. You know how I said ages ago that I shouldn't make the mistake of listening to past episodes because sometimes I catch things that I didn't hear, obviously, during the recording? Mm-hmm. I did it again. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. And in, in, within our last like little two-part episode fiasco, which I, I shouldn't call a fiasco. I thought it was lovely. And Steve Ely's story was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um... You implied a rather intimate knowledge of of some physical traits of my boobies. Um, <laughs> I'm saying you well, you feigned visual knowledge of physical traits of my wee boobies that that as far as I know you don't have, and we couldn't figure out how I didn't notice it when you were saying it. I'm not sure that I know anyone who hasn't seen your tits. So. What? <laughs> That's so not true. You're right. Shall we read a story? <laughs> I'm not going to drop it. <laughs> oh, well, what do we have here? <laughs> we have a little a little uh, diamond in the rough. A little ruby, perhaps. What is it? Eric Mason P.I., the Family Jewels. Is this another story submitted by you under a, another pseudonym? No, I haven't done that for a while. 
I dare our listeners to figure out which one it was. <laughs> which 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 desperate one? Have we ever that, even that, said uh, that? We haven't. Uh, I don't think. I so. think I just gave something away. Yeah, I think yeah. we should have a contest for our listeners to find out which story was actually secretly written by Preston Buttons and submitted under another name. <laughs> that would be a good contest. What's the prize? Um, I don't know. Oh come on! Offer something. Make it special. A shot of my balls. Perfect. <laughs> Signed? Yeah, sure. Okay. But as long as you handle the printing, signing, mailing, and I don't... Mm. Yeah. Eric Someone's got to take the picture. Uh, f- fuck no. <laughs> I, w- I will lend you my laptop and you can use my uh, built-in eyesight and just make sure I don't see it. Mm. Don't make it my desktop, please. <laughs> please. Not again. Not again. Eric Mason, P.I., The Family Jewels, by William Kelly. The name's Mason. Eric Mason, Private Eye. Each day I fight the good fight, usually against boredom. Most days I get some help from my good pal, Mr. Daniels. Good old Jack can fight off the blues just about as well as he can fight my liver. This particular day, I didn't see Jack until noon, on account of that's when I woke up. I arrived at the office for another afternoon of drinking and reading my name backwards on the glass door. My boots had barely met the desktop when she walked in. Oh my god, it's wonderful. You were a P.I. for a brief stint. I was. You did a brief P.I. stint. For 11 days. 11 whole days. Mm -hmm. Did you like it? Was it everything you dreamed it would be? I didn't see any broads. You didn't? There was no she walked in. There's always a she walked in. There's always a, and then she walked in. And my office was my car. Oh. Well, actually, my office was someone else's car. So the chances of some dame walking into your car are kind of slim. (laughs) No, I can't say that's something that happens uh, on a regular basis. Or ever. Pardon me, sir. Are you Officer Mason? She asked. She was a young girl, not unattractive, blonde hair shrouding a face that was no stranger to worry. I detected a southern drawl in her voice that suggested she wasn't quite from around here. Pardon me, sir. <laughs> Are you Officer Mason? Comparing me that to... That wasn't the, southern, was it? It was more southern. I'm not a voice actress, after all. <laughs> Comparing me to the boys in blue suggested that she definitely wasn't from around here. Detective Mason, I'm no copper, and those Boy Scouts down at the station probably wouldn't like my joining them any more than I would. Let's just say things between Lieutenant Johnson and I aren't quite hunky-dory. You think they had an affair? Who? Detective Mason and Lieutenant Johnson. Could be. Well, you know, things are shaky. That's a good reason. Yeah. Maybe Johnson's just a nickname. She looked down. Oh, I apologize, Detective. I had no idea y'all had so many different lawmen here in Chicago. It's fine. You can call me Grover Cleveland for all I care. But I still don't know what to call you, I pointed out. An intense confusion furrowed her brow. What? Oh, my name... I'm sorry. It's just with all the rush and the trouble. Sarah, pull it. Sarah, pull it. I suppose you want to know why I'm here. 
Well, you see, when my father, Brick... The Dick Kardowski! When he married my mother, he gave her this beautiful necklace. It was worth a fortune, you see. Being diamonds. <laughs> Are you playing a southerner with a learning disability or something? Why? <laughs> Squeezing every word out. Fuck off! <laughs> I was doing it for <laughs> emphasis. It's a pause for emphasis. <laughs> emphasis. <gasps> emphasis. <laughs> Let me guess, I interrupted. The necklace was stolen, and you want me to track the thief? No, detective. It wasn't stolen. After my daddy died, our family fell on hard times. And Mother had to sell the necklace to keep us going. Now that I've grown, I want to find that necklace again so I can buy it for Mama's 60th birthday. And shame on you for interrupting. That's no way to behave. Slap! Slap! Take that, you frisky little monkey! <laughs> Her words left me feeling what like was a monkey spinning. Oh my god! Fuck off! I didn't read ahead, I swear to God. I swear to God. Fucking get a Bible out. Not that that matters, but st I mean it. I did not read ahead. That's a fluke. I know. It was a Craig. I know, I could tell. It was a fucking Craig Fergusonism, if anything. <laughs> and I meant to say cheeky. <laughs> or Frisky Pony. <laughs> I didn't mean to say Frisky Monkey, because they, they don't go together. <laughs> her words left me feeling like a monkey spanked in an inferno. Not from her little child, but from the fact that I guess wrong. Wait, Ten years my instinct. Wait a second, we had an episode called Monkey Spank Inferno. Yes, we did. It's an homage. It is. I feel all a flutter. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> it's warm the cockles of my heart. Ten years, my instincts have been serving me true, and I'd miss my mark from the start. The way this case was going, my ego would be bearded, hung, and stuffed by dinner. We had an episode called Bearded, Hung, and Stuffed. I love this guy. Who is this guy? I have no idea. Shut up. We had Bearded, Hung, and Stuffed? That was our Christmas episode this past. Mm, I guess I should subscribe. Yeah, probably. No, actually, don't, because that's how I found out about your booby knowledge. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense to me still, and I'm, I'm going to fucking harass you until you tell me. <laughs> You're asking me to search a haystack that's been rotting for, what, 10, 20 years? And why Chicago? Judging by your accent, you'd be better off talking to Johnny Law's cousin Cletus. I know it was sold in Chicago. She explained. I found an old receipt from the pawnbroker on 42nd Street. The owner wouldn't tell me where it had gone to. So by find the necklace, you mean muscle the shopkeep? I'd be offended, miss, but I know the slimeball, and it's about time I paid him a visit. I caught a cab at 42nd Street. It was a rough neighborhood, a ship of fools leading a brown bag life. The shop was just as I remembered it, a shithole selling slag bags and hand rags. Evening, Davis. Oh, come on. 
show the author who took the time to write episode names into his story a little fucking something. I, I think you would be doing it more justice to continue reading the story. Nobody expects us to do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I am. Evening, Davis, I said to the short, fat man behind the counter. Mason! He shouted, startled. I don't want any trouble. Just tell me what you need and get out of my fucking shop. Is that how you spoke to that young lady earlier? <laughs> I hope that's not the way you spoke to anyone. <laughs> I asked while grabbing mean? his lapel and pulling him across the counter. What the fuck are ya? He cried as I gave him a little shake. I swear I don't know nothing about no necklace. Who said anything about a necklace, you dirty rat? That beauty must have been the nicest thing to come through this dump. I know you remember it. I don't know anything about... He began before I interrupted. Tell me who you sold it to, or I'll tell Mike Abruzzi how you ratted out his boy. He'll be playing tit for tattletale with your jiggly bits in no time. <laughs> Yay! How many episode titles are in this story? Let's ask our listeners. <laughs> do, 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 all right, all right. I sold it to an art dealer from downtown, Jack Lacoste. He's passing the necklace off as his work, so he paid me not to tell no one. With that, I dropped. <laughs> With that, I dropped him on his fat ass and headed for downtown. With apologies to our tubbier listeners, I proceeded to have a wild adventure with a fabulous twist, a dramatic showdown, and a trip through the funnel of love with Ms. Pullet. Some great adventures never reach the light of day, however, because an eight hundred word limit is a bitch. That was well written. By William Kelly. William Kelly, we love you. We do. What is the answer? How many episode titles were in there? You don't fucking know, do you? You actually counted? Mm-mm. How could I have? Well, I don't know. I'm asking you to guess. Oh, I don't know. Seven. Disco Lou, you're, hey. you're on the air with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. It's been far too long, Preston Buttons. <laughs> it has Bird. been. How are you doing? What's the word, whore? <laughs> I don't know. What's going on? Everything's going on, and then nothing. But oh. now I'm with you, so I feel so much better. Good. <laughs> so really, what's new? What's new? Oh, life's exciting. Good. Life's exciting, and then you die. Right now, I'm dying to have excitement. Ah. 
<laughs> so you don't have any good stories for us, I take it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If there, if there, there's a rating category for your show, isn't there? I can't share all my stories. Oh, fuck, there's no rating category? Again, you want a story? Yeah, I do. I was in Boston last week. Okay. Yeah, Boston is quite a puritanical town, as you might know. Of course. And I was out with a bunch of people. We had a, a big event this night. We had about 75 people out in the town and, and wrapped it up around midnight, 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning, something like that. Everyone went home. It was a great event. Sitting around with a couple of buddies. And then uh, one of the guys says, let's go to a strip joint. Now, me, of course, you know, being Disco Lou, I don't like strip joints, but I go along for the guys, right? What are, what are you talking about? What am I talking about? I've been to strip joints with you many, many times. Oh, well, that's another story. Maybe that was a different uh, Disco Lou. Oh, right. I must have you confused with another Disco Lou. <laughs> anyway, so we hop in this cab, and the guy I'm with, he's, he's Russian, so he's got a thick Russian accent. And he says to the cabbie, Please take us to a gentleman's club. <laughs> the cabbie turns and he looks at us and he goes, Okay, gentlemen. <laughs> Up we go. We're not really paying attention to where he's going. We're not giving a care. We don't know the town that well. We're chatting, chatting, chatting. He stops in front of a place. says, We're here, gentlemen. We pay off the cabbie. We're laughing, we're chatting. We walk into the place. We must have gone 20 yards in this place. And we stopped in our tracks and realized, Gay bar. Gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, the same damn thing happened to Angry Phone Guy. Oh, really? Exact same story. <laughs> he went to Mexico, and the cab driver took him to Man World. <laughs> he said, where's Man World? And he meant, you know, where, where the men are, where the men are men. <laughs> and they took him to a fucking gay bar. Okay. <laughs> I'm not alone in this world, then. I feel good about that. You, you are not alone. <laughs> Apparently, it's a common mistake. I, I can uh, put you in touch with his uh, help group that's, uh, that's been... <laughs> so, so note to self and note to all others who fall into this trap. Exactly. So when, how long did you stay in Man World? Well, I, all of about 10 minutes. Bullshit. Oh, come on. Got hit on once and ran. Only, only once? Yeah, exactly. I thought, I, I'm slipping. <laughs> yeah. it's a better hit the gym or something <laughs> exactly <laughs> can't fight the aging <laughs> I remember another time not too far from where my office is in Tirana there's a place called Versailles and I just come out of there and I was, I was sitting with my lady in the car and I saw a pack of men walking by and I knew exactly where they were going because just a few doors down from Versailles is a wonderful place called For Your Eyes Only. I think it's, you know it, word or I might know it. Yes, you might. And as these guys were walking by, I spotted one of them who I'd known from years gone by, and he peeked in the car, and, and I was chatting with him, saying, "Hey, how are you?" And it was my lady friend who said, "You know, you guys should go into Versailles. There, that place is just chock a block full of women." I said, "I have to say, there were some beautiful women in there." He looked at us both, and he said, yeah, but their clothes are on. <laughs> so that, that said enough for what they wanted. For Your Eyes Only is actually where I bought Preston Buttons his first ever lap dance. Come on. I did. Preston, I'm so happy that the whore is taking care of you. <laughs> Someone has to. It was quite some time ago, but I, I am proud to say I bought him his first lap dance. I even handpicked the stripper. Yes, yes. And, and how'd I do? did an excellent job. Thank you. She picked the, the perfect one. The perfect one. And, and only, only the word whore would know 
That is true. That's right. So ne next time, next time I see you in the flesh, if that ever is is uh, is uh, something I can aspire to, Madam Wardor, then you must escort me to For Your Eyes Only and pick out the best one for me. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna hold you to that. All right. That sounds like a song. Pick the best one for me. <laughs> Some country song. It sounds like a country song. Yeah. It's a total country song. <laughs> We're going to Paris in a couple of weeks. Want to come? Oh, I do. I do. Indeed, okay, we'll I do. Later. Yeah. Why? On business or pleasure? Well, business is pleasure, or pleasure is business, depending how you look at it. Jesus Christ, what kind of business are you in these days? I'm in the pleasuring business. Oh, the last time I checked, you were in some sort of fucking insurance thing, and that's not pleasurable. <laughs> I know, but you have to find ways. There's always a way. <laughs> what are you, insuring peelers or something? <laughs> Ooh, nipple insurance. Lucrative line. <laughs> is, is there such a thing as nipple insurance? Nipple insurance? Yeah. Do you need some coverage? I do. <laughs> But oh, boom. <laughs> I do need some coverage. What would it cost to insure my nipples? What would it cost to insure your nipples? I'd have to inspect them fully to be sure. <laughs> oh, I should have seen that coming. <laughs> you set me up for that one. No, I kind of thought you'd send me to a, you know, professional nipple inspector. I'm a professional. Come on. No, you're, you're the insurance guy. Yes, of course. I, need... and I must do the evaluation. <sighs> there is no better. I don't know. I think there's probably some guy who, who makes his living out of inspecting nipples for nipple insurance. I'm, I'm sure the forms are now going to be filled and we're going to get emails from people who claim to have this job. Is it going to affect me adversely that my nipples are smokers? Oh, your nipples will be probably very costly because they're so irreplaceable. So yes, downplay the smoking aspect of your nipples. I should. I really should. That's that's not a time to show that party trick. <laughs> I think oh, I'm so glad I said nipples right about now. <laughs> Uh, as far as I know, there is no such thing as a smoking nipple, but I've seen the... I've seen nipples that look like cigarettes. <laughs> You've seen nipples that look like cigarettes? What does that mean? You can I know it. exactly what he means. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Picture the filter of your cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Be right. Standing on its own, and then imagine... No, that's too thin. I don't think so. I think that would be just about right, actually. Dude, this is this is a this is a worthy straw poll for the show. You know, what is the right gauge of the perfect nipple? I think a cigarette butt would be just about right. Serious? Well, come on, think about it. Any larger than that, how would a young child get their mouth around it? Good God, <laughs> you're a filthy pervert. I'm not a filthy pervert. I'm a humanitarian concerned for the welfare of the child. What child? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what child? You gotta be able to feed. <laughs> I can be the child for a moment. Just you know, allow <laughs> your mind to expand, woman. Um, well, speaking of of body parts, uh, we read a story uh, called "The Family Jewels." You got any uh, got any stories about? Uh, no, that doesn't. I don't about the that. family <laughs> jewels. You got any stories about your jewels? <laughs> wow! I'm sure that the public would like to hear. No, that. Why, didn't, why wouldn't? The, what? 
What that happened w- there? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. My, so, my thoughts derailed there. So, Disco Lou, why don't you tell Buttons about your family jewels? Well, here, here's a story. I, I don't have a story about my family jewels. Here's a story about a friend of mine. Uh, and he recently got remarried. And, and his wife is a good dozen years younger than him. And there's just a, there's, there's, there's clearly a difference in the generation gap when it comes to when it comes to uh, personal hygiene, if that's the right description. But when she got a load of him, pardon the pun, the first time, she looked at him and said, what is that thing, Krusty the Clown? <laughs> he got a lesson in trimming. Trimming is, is, is what guys do these days. But And they should. They're 40 and older. They don't know that you have to trim that thing. It's just, it's just there. It's bushy, and the hair grows. What <laughs> of it? Yes, but do you have any idea how much bigger it looks after you trim? Well, that's the that's the uh, that's the easy sell for a guy who who can't fathom. And I emphasize the word looks. <laughs> well, that's all that you need to emphasize. <laughs> it only needs to be sold once. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so true. Krusty the Clown. There's countless guys out there who are 40 plus who couldn't even fathom bringing a, a, a shear anywhere close to the family jewels. And yet, when a young lady decides to take a look and say, Come on, buddy, that thing's a mess, it changes your perspective. We should let you go. Okay, guys. Go back to whatever it is that you were doing. Been a slice. You can edit me down to like a, a ten-second segment if that's what you wish. I actually think that was um, two phone calls, and maybe you should say hi to us again. Okay. The um, vote for us at Podcast Alley, please. We're having a record low voting month. Oh, by the way, did you see the comments on Podcast Alley? Um, I may have seen the comments on podcasts. Okay, we're having really crappy votes, but the the latest comment that I saw was from Mark Spooner. Do you think that's the Mark Spooner? Remind me. He's like an Olympian weightlifter. Oh, yeah. I know who all those guys are. Fuck off. (laughs) I want to know if it's the Mark Spooner. So, Mark, if you're Mark, tell us. Uh, and share some some of your weightlifting stories with us. Um, what kind of story <laughs> could you possibly have about exactly. weightlifting? Exactly. Uh, visit our MySpace uh, account at myspace.com slash shorts. Subscribe and review us on iTunes, please. Those uh, reviews do wonders for our self-esteem, which is at an all-time low right now. Speak for yourself. I was. I know. Theitspot.com slash forums to chat with all the people. We're now up at uh, at least 180 or something like that, which Holy is crazy. Shit. Holy shit. 180 people who aren't voting for us. How many are active? Uh, I don't know, actually. I was kind of thinking about that. I think I should do some math. Mm. Uh, send us your stories of 800 words or less to shorts at theitspot.com. Shorts at theitspot.com. Uh, check out our merchandise at uh, cafepress.com slash air out my shorts and uh, buy some of our shit. And of course, you're always welcome to donate. We need some equipment. We do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't forget to call our audio comment line. 
305-76-SHOWS or 305-767-4697. Let's go, sweetheart. We got places to be. Frankly, Buttons, I don't give a god-fucking-motherfucking-goddamn-piss-tank-motherfucking-cunt-shit. Anal. Damn. <laughs> you said anal. <laughs> Download our drinking game, too. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. What are you wearing? A horse collar. You know, you might look better in one of the new Air Out My Shorts t-shirts featuring deep, thought-provoking phrases from some of our past episodes. Oh, my horse color is pretty fucking deep. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. With two